It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filippone. All right, First and Pod, Danny Parkins, Andrew Filippone, ahead of week four after Thursday night football. Bengals get the win over the Dolphins. You know the drill. Every team, every game, subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend. Pony, I'm sure we'll talk a little about the football, but the story of the game, the week, and to this point, the season in the NFL is what happened to Tua and what the NFL and the Dolphins did or did not do for him. What do you believe the fallout from this is going to be? Let's start there. Uh, I think the Dolphins team doctors are going to get scapegoated. I think it's all going to be get, get put on them. I think there's enough information that's out there now. I saw Michael Smith or Michael David Smith from Pro Football Talk talking about how, in the end, these team doctors have to make subjective decisions about what neurological symptoms are. And so I think that's going to give the league uh, and the Players Association the ammunition they need to basically put it on those entities and those people and make them the bad guys in all this. I don't think the NFL broader broader issues here about Thursday night football and stuff like that will not get answered by this. They'll play, they'll pay all that stuff lip service. They might come up with like a new rule or two to the concussion protocol, but in the end, the league won't actually answer for it. And I think that somebody who works for the dolphins and has been part of their medical staff, one of their team doctors, team doctors is going to get fired over this. Well, I don't know, man. I, I feel like the NFL's like if a new rule comes out of it, that's significant because that would be admitting that something is wrong in the process. And the the concussion protocol, the part when I was reading it, if the team physician in consultation with the sideline UNC, the unaffiliated neurologist consultant, determines the instability to be neurologically caused the player is designated a no-go and may not return to play. The NFLPA has launched an investigation into what happened in the Bills game 
And so an unaffiliated neurologist was somehow able to determine, allegedly, that him staggering on the field and falling was due to a back injury and not a head injury. And so all week long, he wasn't even in the concussion protocol. If they find out that that diagnosis was wrong from the Buffalo game, and then he was playing off of a concussion for this one, I think that could lead to some changes in the protocol. And I'd like to know who the unaffiliated neurologist was from the Buffalo game because we all saw it with our eyes. Right. So then that person, so then that person's going to get fired. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I feel like what happened tonight was horrifying and scary television. And I thought Amazon did a terrible job. With what? Without put, they didn't put it into context. Like for, the first thing was, they kept showing the replay. It, it was a graphic injury. And at that point, we didn't know if he was dying on the field. Like, I don't need an instant replay there. Al Michaels talking about the fingers as if it was like potentially a finger injury without knowing about the, the fencing reaction to a, a brain trauma is just a terrible job by the production truck. And then at halftime, I thought that Ryan Fitzpatrick was emotional as a former teammate of his. But no one at halftime mentioned what happened in the Bills game. Like, they didn't put it into the context of this. I don't think they wanted to. I don't think they wanted to. I mean, there's it's it's obvious. You and I were watching NFL Network before we came on and did this. It's clear to me that the league either instructed or the people that are on the air are under the impression that if they go after the league for this, that they're going to get reprimanded. That's my I mean, that there's no other explanation for me. For, for the for the way that it was covered at, at halftime. And then I didn't watch the Amazon post game, so I'm not going to okay. speak to what uh, they Apparently did. the Amazon post game was pretty good because Michael Smith went on there and he has journalism credentials. Apparently Michael Smith, you mentioned Michael David Smith from Pro Football Talk, but, but Michael Smith, formerly of ESPN uh, and the Boston Globe, he apparently did a very good job on the Amazon post game. I'm with you. I went to NFL Network because I thought they were going to show post game in entirety. They showed two clips. I heard Steve Smith, who has an opinion on everything, say everyone has an opinion on this and it doesn't count or matter. Yeah, that's because you're working for a channel that has the NFL shield in the bottom right-hand corner. Right. That's why no one – I thought whoever called out the the, – and look, it sucks, but it's true. I mean, the whole reason why they're playing this game on Amazon, uh, they want this to be a raging success. So they don't want the whole theme of the show to be something that is about the whole – like integrity of playing games sh- like on a short week. <laughs> they're not going to make like the, they're, they're airing a game that is on a Thursday. So they're not going to attack the issue of should there be Thursday games? That's just a non-starter, but like, it's obvious a conflict of interest, or at least he looks hypocritical when Richard Sherman, who was like the most outspoken player in the league about Thursday games is now taking Thursday night football money. But you know, but you know what else? I don't know if you saw this. They interviewed, they did a, one of those fun sit-downs with Tua in Fitzpatrick that was probably taped Wednesday. Like, those guys were playing the ukuleles together and busting each other's balls. And, like, I don't even think there was a discussion at all about what happened in the game on Sunday. It was like, la-di-da, you're 3-0. and You got benched for me a couple years ago. Isn't life great now? Yeah, Fitzpatrick mentioned the the piece that he did, and they did do it Wednesday night. He said he spent a couple hours with him with him yesterday. I didn't I didn't I didn't see the piece. Um, 
But look, Danny, we all failed on this. I mean, not that like we we're entertainers more than anything else. We're not journalists, but you know, like talk show hosts and markets and national media, they can you know control a lot of the narrative and sometimes force uh, decisions to get made and stuff. Like we all kind of made fun of the fact that it was a back injury that he left the Sunday game and came back and played with. And I think people kind of said this week, hey, he shouldn't be playing in Thursday's game. But like I just a lot of it was hindsight where he got hurt and then everybody came out and said, look, of course. And, 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 I, and I find that to be useless, like like just like like grandstanding by by media members. And and I'm not saying that they're wrong, but it's it doesn't help anything. Like if you said it on the front end, good for you. But I mean, Mike McDaniel's going to catch a ton of heat here. I don't think so. Oh, he's going to man. No, I think he gets a pass. You remember the clip that uh, you you know like Mike Tomlin keeping Ryan Clark? Yeah. At, at, you know what I mean? Out of the yeah. game in Denver, like with the stem cell stuff. Yeah. With the sickle cell. I mean, excuse me. Sickle, sickle cell. cell. He, 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 I think that Mike McDaniel's going to catch a, t- a ton of heat. And I don't think it's entirely fair. No, I think they're going to blame the doctors here. I don't think he's going to get caught up in all this. I think, I think, I think he, I think he is, but I think that the, I think that what they're going to be able to, I think everyone's going to point at each other. And a lot of people will say, Hey, an NFL organization, it starts and stops with the head coach and he's got to protect his player from himself. We all have eyes. We saw what it was, but he's going to say, Hey man, Tua never showed any symptoms in these meetings on the, and, and by the way, none of us are doctors. He went to a hospital and they're releasing him and he's flying home tonight. Do, do we think that that's a bad idea? I saw that yeah. getting criticized on Twitter. Like everyone on Twitter, all of a sudden is an MD. Like all I know is last week, looked like a neurological issue and tonight was terrifying and it feels like those two things the second one being four days after the first one means that Tua might have some serious problems going well, forward I almost feel like regardless of what it, what advice the doctors give the Dolphins coaching staff in front office now they're gonna sit him in the next game oh Don't my you- god dude I bet you he's out for weeks me too yeah, I think the optics would just be too bad of playing him like a week or two from now. Yeah, I think they're going to play it super safe with him, no ma- almost no matter what. And 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 I think they should. And the the heat on on this because because it was a standalone game, like you know JJ Watt was talking about stop showing replays. I saw like Matthew Judon, he shouldn't be on the field. Trey Burton, he shouldn't be out there. There's just like players like past and present of varying degrees of prestige all weighing in. And not just with like prayers up for Tua, yeah. with like scathing commentaries of concussions, team doctors, and I saw some some players going after the NFLPA for like not being strong or like, oh, we'll just do an investigation, and that they should have like proactively said that he couldn't play in this game. So this gonna there's gonna be a ton of fallout from it. The, the, my only like real football thing was I didn't think since he was all that impressive, like they. They won. They won handily. I bet them it it was fine. But Burrow was not sharp. And I think if Tua doesn't get hurt and some of those play calls with 19-yard field goals, like yeah. that, that, that game, it did not feel like there was a 12-point differential between those two teams if all things are equal. I agree. 
I will say I was, you know, I covered a game where Ryan Shazier suffered a horrifying neck injury in that stadium. Yeah. And it cast a, a pall on the whole thing, on the whole proceedings. And then later in the game, you know, the Bengals blew a lead and lost. And you would think the opposite would have happened where the Steelers were the demoralized team. And I'm only bringing that up because I do think the Bengals have at least where I live in Pittsburgh, they have a reputation of being a team that still can't get out of its own way. And the fact that they won a game and were far from what their apex or what their peak is, I don't think that that's the worst thing in the world. Like they are still clearly not passing the eye test coming out and putting points on the board early in a game against the jets, you know, isn't the answer, but I, I, I think it's given what happened in the game. I think the fact that you just got out of there with a win is enough. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, 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 I agree. I agree with you. Uh, and I don't even really feel like we should spend much time on the football portion of that game. Right. It, I agree with that. But it was just, just cause we say we're going to talk about every team in every game, just like from Cincy, they still aren't passing the eye test to me, but let's, let's get to, uh, let's get to the week four slate. We'll start with uh, the Sunday night game chiefs bucks. Anything about the, the hurricane and the conditions. Do you believe that that's a storyline that's going to actually impact on-field results here? Well, it affected the line because the Bucks are a favorite again. So now that they don't think the game is going to get played in Minnesota or New Orleans, the Bucks are be, are back to being a favorite. I, you know, I, I want to see them win the game. I'm rooting for Tampa here. I'm going against, you know, your second team here in Kansas City. Uh, because... So Brady went and stayed with his white with Giselle in Miami. Is that what had to happen here? Like, did did you track that part of this? No, game? I did not. You did not. No. So you're so you have no interest in that whole soap opera situation oh, with her. I mean, listen, man, I click on the page six links. Like, you know, I'm I'm a sucker for a scandal, just like anybody else. But. But, like, they've grown apart. They were staying in the same house in Miami, but they're not sleeping in the same bed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, do, do you think that that's impacting Tom Brady on the field? It would seem reasonable, right? If you if you have a problem in your marriage, it's going to impact your, your workplace. He said, I'm 45. I got a lot of shit going on, right? Like, he's yeah, he, he's a human being. Talking about a team that's not passing the eye test. Tampa's Offensively. Offense. Offensively, yeah, yeah. T- Tampa's offense, right, is not their, their defense looks top three in the NFL, but their their offense is not passing the eye test. But I almost feel like he needs to have a game that shows Giselle, like, "Fuck you, this is why I'm still playing football." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, if I was putting a lot of a lot of time and energy into this podcast or this job, and we weren't seeing any results, my my wife might say to me, "Why the frig are you still doing this?" I think he needs to have a game like that. Do you, you think Tom Brady hasn't had enough results on the football field this year? <laughs> it's a, it's a, what have you done for me lately? It's football. a why did, it's, it's a, you should have stayed retired thing. I understand that. She did not want him to play this year. He has not played well this year. She's winning that argument. You disagree with that? <laughs> Do you? But, it, but, but okay. That wouldn't be motivation for you. And he's, he's getting his receivers won. back. He, first of all, he doesn't need more motivation. Second that, of all, oh, he's always looking for more motivation, Danny. He's won the argument, Pony. He's playing. He doesn't. It's care. an ongoing argument. It's not over. Right now, she thinks she has the edge. You came back for this bullshit. Look at you. 
she can't doesn't score more than 12 points at home against the friggin' Packers. She does not. His, to, I think to him, it was binary play or not play. He's playing as far as long as he's playing. He feel like he feels like he has won the argument. The guy retired for like six hours. He did like one soccer practice into a dance recital. Couldn't handle it. And was like, I'm going back to two. Again. I think he's, I think he's going to have a huge game. All okay. eyes are going to be on him against Kansas City. Yeah. This might shock you, but I like the Chiefs. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what else is new? Yeah. Right. Uh, Bills and Ravens on Sunday. Uh, which quarterback, which MVP do you like more right now? MVP candidate, Allen Jackson. Thank you for clarifying. I thought you meant Rashad Bateman. Um, I think... Lamar, what he is doing is more impressive. I think that I, I, Josh Allen, I trust more inherently. Even but, after he wept on Tua. Yeah. But I think what Lamar is doing, considering the supporting cast, who is admittedly playing better than I thought they would. Um, and obviously we've talked about Andrews. He's amazing. Four touchdowns in every game and doing it largely from the pocket for Lamar Jackson is incredible. Like if you take most valuable player at its literal value, he gives more value to that team than I think any player in the NFL has given to their team through three weeks of the season. So to answer your question, I I think the bills are the better team and they're going to win the game, but Lamar has been the more valuable player and the more impressive player through three weeks. Because I think I'm at a point now when I look at him and I look at them, I, I almost feel like he looks at, because didn't Ed Reed make some comment like you've got to make business decisions now? Like you've got to look at yourself as your own business. Did you see that? Yeah. So if you take if you take that advice for what it is, don't you think that there might be games where he picks his spots? Like if they're playing. Think, no, he's not, no? No, man. Not, nothing that he's done this year. Has suggested that. I mean, he had what well, six not carries yet. in that first well, not game. Not yet, because it's only it's only September, right? But normally, the argument would be like, don't run the ball in the games that don't matter as much, right? right. Like, yeah, well, like Atlanta, like they play the Falcons or something like that. Game yeah. late in the year where they've already got a playoff spot pretty much sewn up, or or early in the year where you're like we're going to the playoffs, and like I'm gonna say, you know, Josh Allen runs more in the postseason, like that 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 type of thing, like in in the, in the biggest games. I, I think what's ha- what was happening with Lamar is he keeps getting better. Yeah. Like we 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 get these guys and we typecast them and we do it in all sports and we're like you are what our first impression of you was. Well, that's what happened with Allen. Allen's first impression was not good. He wasn't an accurate quarterback. He kind of looked like he was just a big oaf who could run the ball and throw it a long way. Right. And but so I think I think Maybe you get a second impression. And with Lamar, I mean, dude, he might throw for 40 touchdowns this year. Yeah. But, but that, if Lamar Jackson I, throws I, for 40 touchdowns this year. I love him in this game. I love him in this game. I, I think this is one of those situations where they're a home underdog. Like, he actually gets to go into a game where they're an underdog and people aren't picking them and they're not believing in them as much. And I also want to see what happens if Buffalo gets down in a game again. I think that there's some doubt is is starting to creep in 
based on how they've played in close games the last two years? I think that it's good for us. It's good for the league. It's good for there to be something to hang your hat on for a weakness for Buffalo because first couple of games, they looked like world beaters. And yeah, their record in one score games is bad. And if that starts to creep into their back of their mind, good. It's like when you, you know, in a boxing match, if the guy draws blood, he's, he's, he is a man. He's not a machine. Like you, you can beat this team. This is a Rocky four reference that you just tried to slip in. Okay. Yeah. I butchered it, but you understood them. <laughs> if, as long as you got it, the point of language is to convey a thought. 